So, yeah, I, I just want to pray today. I just want to pray that uh, uh, God will really speak to us through this, that uh, we would uh, hear what he wants us to say, and like it will be fresh bread, as it were. Lord, I thank you, Lord, for all you're doing in our lives, each one of us, Lord. Thank you that uh, you're with us. You are the way maker, and you make a way, Lord, for us. And for this church, for this town, for these people, thank you. And I pray that you'd speak to us, Lord, today afresh. Speak to us. Help us to hear what you want us to hear, Lord. Help me to say what, what your people want to hear. And be blessed and be released to do amazing things for your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. So, Rocks of the Heart, we uh, started two weeks ago. We looked at self-sufficiency brilliantly uh, explained by David for us. And we looked at, uh, uh, where's Dom? Oh, is he? Ah, Lord, please <laughs> heal him. Uh, Dom did uh, disappointment last week and uh, another brilliant one. And today I'm doing judgment, another brilliant one. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, help me with this. Uh, the uh, the reason why we thought we'll do judgment is because God's been speaking about disappointment and stuff like this, uh, so that uh, His His rivers of life can flow through us. It's like in John uh, seven, it says, "Anyone who believes in me may come and drink." For the Scriptures declare, "Rivers of living water will flow from His heart." So we want God's Spirit to flow from our hearts and and to be doing what he wants us to be doing, blessing, blessing this town, blessing this church. And uh, so these rocks that we find of uh, self-sufficiency, disappointment, judgment, they, we don't want it to block them. We don't want these rocks to block the river from flowing. And uh, yeah, we're just going to destroy all of them. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that one of the I guess like every one of you must have experience along the way, uh, like how when you're, uh, when you're younger, you'd like, if you see a stream with a lot of rocks, you'd damn it, wouldn't you? Like, you got to damn it. So we, you, we used to travel to Dorset, like, quite regularly, and uh, we loved the place. The, the camp, uh, campsite there is brilliant. It's high on a, high on a cliff beautiful seas. We love going there. And uh, we go down to the beach and there's a stream and there's rocks and there's a little stream that you can block and like, yeah, but like if, if it's not our kids, someone would be like building a dam and like seeing how it, how it works. So that's basically like we're going to blast those rocks and let the waters flow. <laughs> okay. So yeah, the, the, the whole thing was uh, uh, like, uh, I think Dom explained to you last week as well, like uh, uh, the book Sustainable Power kind of really motivated us and helped us to look at, at these rocks and uh, rocks of the heart and uh, uh, see what, um, what we can be released from and, and be uh, moving in what, everything that God wants us to do. Uh, uh, I borrowed this story from uh, one of Simon Holly's preachers in, in King's Arms. He said... Uh, like there was a guy in his church, a young guy, who came for ministry and he uh, said that uh, uh, he had this story about his brother had uh, got uh, uh, his girlfriend pregnant and uh, after the baby was born, he left, he left this baby with this guy's family who, was, who were Christians and he went away, he just left them. And uh, so this family, 
had to look after the baby, look after the uh, girlfriend, and and uh, give them everything they they needed to to sustain themselves. And the whole they didn't ex expect it. It was a complete. Uh, uh, life-changing event for them. And they were like really messed up, as it were. And this guy was really cross with his brother. Like, he was very like judgmental, like, you, how could he do this to us? And uh, so he, he was like repenting of this judgmental attitude that he had for his brother and releasing forgiveness. So he, uh, Simon uh, went through with him, prayed it through, and then they uh, went out for lunch. A few hours later, they got back again, and then uh, Simon uh, met with this guy, and this guy said, you wouldn't believe this. Out of the blue, my brother called. He said, really sorry about what I've done. I've, I've, I really I treated you badly. I went away. I kind of put you in a, in a bad place, put you guys in a bad place. Could, you, could I please come back? So that was, that is, that's what happens when, when we break these rocks. There's something in the spiritual realm that, that breaks down and, and people come to God. And uh, this is the whole, whole idea of uh, let's break these rocks down so that, because we, our fight is against the spiritual, spiritual realms, not against flesh and blood, it says in scripture. So if I can get some water. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, this, is the, this is why we want to break down these rocks and blast them away. And uh, I'm going to do it in, in, like, two sections. I'm going to do it, like, first, because, like, if you guys are like me, <laughs> uh, and... Uh, we would face with both sides of it, isn't it? Like we face with like being judged, we face with being the judgmental guy. And we, we, we grapple with, we fight with both sides. And uh, like while looking at, the, at this message, uh, these couple of weeks, I'm like, how much judgmental are you? <laughs> like God is kind of really focusing on stuff like, man. And then like, then you see as well, like in the world, like how much people kind of say their opinion, like as if, as if they're being God kind of thing. And as if, like, they know everything about stuff. And it's, it's really, it's, uh, like, it's, I don't know, it's maybe a cultural thing. It's, it's just human beings, a fallen nature. And uh, is it very real? It's very real to me. And uh, is it very real to you guys? Yeah, maybe? <laughs> it's not just me. <laughs> so... Uh, the uh, my papers are gonna fly. My it's okay. Um, uh, the scripture. What we're gonna look at? If you look at the dictionary about judgment, it has like seven meanings of it. Like we're not looking at all of them. We're just looking at what Jesus said in Matthew seven. Jesus said, uh, "Do not judge others, and you will not be judged. For you will be treated as you treat others. The standard you use in judging is a standard by which you will be judged." And why worry about a speck in your friend's eye when you have a log in your own? It's about, about saying or doing things that is condemning or doing things or saying things that, have a, 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 that has a negative opinion, puts a negative opinion on a person. And, or, or even a race or, or even, yeah, a, a church or, any, or a congregation or, or, or the other people who... Uh, say they're Catholics, or it's, it's kind of making a judgment, but in a negative way, like in a condemning way, like in a way that says, like, guys, you don't know what you're doing, really. 
Like, we, we know what we're doing. We're, we're kind of, you know, we've got it sourced out. Like, in, in that kind of attitude. So, uh, that is what we want to be rid of. So, first, let's look at, like, how when we are in the, being the recipients of it, like, and uh, I am reasonably, I believe, like, each one of us would have faced that. Have you guys faced, like, be someone, someone saying something that really, like, ah, oh, that is painful. And... Uh, uh, it is when someone says that in a in a in a in a way that uh, makes them feel superior or makes them feel like like you have less value than me, and uh, in that way. So uh, we're going to look at uh, and the sec and secondly, first we'll look at that how we are get affected and how we can be released from that, and then we'll look at how we we do it, we be judgmental, and how we can be rid of that as as well, and like what real discernment looks like. Yeah, so what being judged look like, being judgmental look like, and what real discernment looks like. Is that okay, guys? Okay. So, uh, there's a guy called Max Lucado. I, I, I don't know if you guys heard him. He's, he's a brilliant author. He, he's, he likes really lovely stuff. And he uh, uh, said one day, he, in his blog, he said one day, he was talking to a guy, and uh, uh, they, they were talking some ethical issues. So... He, he was, like, giving his opinion about it. Uh, I'm, I'm sure it was godly wisdom and stuff. And then along the way, the, the other guy, the other person asked, like, so what is your profession? And he said, like, I'm a pastor. And he's like, okay, all right, okay. The other guy kind of, kind of quietened down, like, Max felt, uh, Max felt like he was immediately put in a box because he said, I'm a pastor. It was immediately put, he felt like there was, like, he was, like, drawing away from, these guys are past, I don't want to talk about ethical stuff with him. Kind of, he was put in a box, and like, his heart was like greedy. Oh, no, I'm Max, the guy who helps people and loves God, and not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not a judgmental, not a guy who condemns. Or, so he, so he's, has that happened to you? Has that happened to you? When you say something or when you do something like, uh, it has been, the response has been like, hmm, he's like, a label has come, and you've been put in a box. And uh, uh, could you think of some, some labels that you, you've heard of or you've been put in? Yeah, you can think of something like uh, some, uh, you're too slow, or those simple ones. You're a nerd, <laughs> kind of thing. You're a... <laughs> you're a, you're a moaner, or you're like uh, you're a, a silly guy, or weirdo, and you know those. We we just throw them like like it's fine, but but does it affect you? Has it affected you ever? These words have you has it have you felt you're in a box, and uh, like or like the worst ones like. You're, you're like your mom. I've never said this. You're like your mom. <laughs> ah, even you're in that box, it like destroys you. Like, like it, it just, it's, it's so hard to get out of because like that becomes a mindset of, of and it, it's really hard. And it's, it's really painful sometimes to, to be, uh, be titled like that. And uh, I remember like in my previous workplace, there was a guy, my line manager, who, uh, 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 it was a nice guy, but he kind of laughed at my accent. Like, so he would, uh, 
a joke about my accent of how I say things like, oh, hello, man. So he, he like, oh, hello, man. <laughs> so he kind of do the same thing that I do to, back to me saying like, as if, and then the, the, the thing was like, he'll do it when the team was around and in a way that kind of like belittled me with the team and like, I felt really like, you know, you put like, you're, you're kind of cutting me down cutting me down to size kind of thing, like you feel like you've been undermined in the whole thing. It would have been, I mean, if he just did it with me, it'd have been fine, but then he did it in a, in a public, public context where, and it was with the team, and so, yeah, that, that kind of thing. Has that happened to you guys? Has that ever happened to you guys, ever? Anybody? No? <laughs> so, yeah, so, yeah, he was laughing at my accent and all that. So, when that happens, it's hard. It's hard to kind of... Uh, you know, be free, be yourself. Actually, you got you just want to be yourself. Like this is how God made me. This this is how I speak. This is where I was born. <laughs> it, it is it is brilliant stuff. Like we we are so like fearfully and wonderfully made. But when that kind of thing hits you, it does hit you. And uh, so yeah. But then like they also like so they they like you know it, it comes in the guise of like. Uh, uh, this is, we're trying to help you, but like sometimes you do something and uh, uh, they say like oh, that didn't go down well, did it? Like mm, it should have gone well. Uh, maybe maybe that's not your calling. Maybe you um, maybe you shouldn't maybe you shouldn't you shouldn't be doing this stuff. It is not exactly what uh, you can do, and uh, and like the killer blow, it's like maybe maybe you'll never be good at this. And that's a killer blow. <laughs> so <laughs> that kind of stuff, guys, it's really, really hurtful. And I think like people think it's, it's like, I, it kind of gives an opinion like, I, I know what I'm talking about. I've been there, I've done this, I've got the t-shirt as you guys say. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. But what about God? You're not God. God can do anything with us. He just wants us to do what you can, do the best you can, and he'll, he'll bring in the blessing. He'll make the miracle. He'll make people hear if he wants to hear. I could say anything, guys, but he'll make you hear what he wants you to hear. Uh, Luke said today in the morning, like, Dad, don't, don't worry about it, Dad. If, if you guys don't remember the preach today, there's no problem. They'll not remember it. But if you guys remember... It'll be good. Yeah, it's good both ways. Don't worry about it. <laughs> he was trying to encourage me. So, <laughs> so yeah, and uh, yeah. So remember, it's 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 the words you say. You know this story. Like I heard uh, PJ say this. Like you know this super super uh, um, uh, superpower guy or uh, Superman. Let's say he uh, breaks through everything and. And the evil guy has pressed the switch for the missile to go and destroy London. And the, the Superman is like, you know, breaking through everything. Again, and he just gets into the, uh, the uh, kill switch and gets the kill switch. The stuff you say sometimes, there's no kill switch. They just go and they just cut people. And it cuts us. It cuts you. It cuts me. It, it happens like it happens. Sometimes, like... It's more like you can't even stop it. Like it just happens. But we who are God's children, 
how can we not do it? Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, th I think it's like, it's, it's, it's about like, when you say this stuff, it's because like you think that um, you know about it and uh, 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 like, I would, it's like, I'll do it differently. I, I wouldn't do it like that. It's in, in, in that kind of attitude. So, yeah, if you have like felt that or been hit like that, just remember, what is the label that God has over you? What's the label that God's given you? What's the label? He says, you are my child. Okay, I love this. I love this. This is from Freedom in Christ. You are significant. You are significant. You are secure. You are accepted. You are my child. And uh, uh, scriptures say, you are seated in Christ in heavenly realms. You can approach God, the creator, with freedom and confidence. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. You can. You can. And it's God who does it. It helps you to do it. So that is our banner over us. That is our label over us. So whatever the labels you're given, like loser, that's not our banner. Our banner is child of God. Yeah. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. And, uh, yeah, remember, I think what you need to remember is, like, if you're in that situation where, like, someone's saying something that's, that's they think they did the right thing, but, but actually it's hurting you, you need to remember, you, you don't know who my dad is. You need to tell your, your head, your heart, you don't know my dad. My dad is God the creator. My dad, nothing is impossible for him. My dad is the Lion of Judah. Whoa! <laughs> he can do anything. And like he's my dad. He really is my dad. Have you forgotten? If you were a believer as well, sometimes we do it to believers. Have you forgotten my, who my dad is? Guys, we are brothers. We are brothers and sisters. We belong to the same dad. So, yeah, the, what I feel is we all have faced these situations. We all have gone through this. But how can we kind of come out of it? How can we look to, look to God and, and, and in our hearts know that he's our father, that he's, he's able to do, and we are, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. We are his children. And uh, how can we do that? Uh, one of the things that I picked up from, uh, again, uh, on one of the uh, King's, King's Arms preachers, was uh, there was this, this story, this, this guy from, uh, from China who was um, in prison for his faith, and he, I don't remember the, all of the details, but what, what the, uh, the point of the story is, like, he was in prison, and he was uh, being tortured, he was being mistreated, and he was, they were giving him a really tough time, the guards and stuff. So he... Uh, one day decided, like, he, there was, this was painful. He was going through, you, going through a real bad time. And uh, he decided, like, I am going to, you know, you guys can take my uh, family. You guys can take my home. You guys can take everything. Even the bulb in here, you can take it away. But you can't take my choice away. You can't take my choice away. You, I can choose to react to what you're doing, or I can choose not to react to what you're doing. I know it's easy to say, it's hard to do. I don't know how that guy did it, 
but that's how we survived. I can choose. I can choose. I, you have a choice. So when people, uh, if you are being affected by what people are saying, what, what, they, what, they're, what they're throwing or the labels that you're getting or the uh, boxes that you can put in, remember, you've got a choice. You can not react to it. Yeah, you can, you can instead of reacting, you can say, my dad doesn't look at me like that. My dad looks at me that I am a significant, valued person. Yeah, what happens is when, when, you, when you judge, you like feel undervalued, isn't it? Like your, your, your value seems less. No, you're not. You are valuable. So, and I'm thirsty. Guys, it's been heavy, sorry. <laughs> Why don't you talk to your, the person next to you and just think of like, uh, something that you can encourage them with, like um, you're significant. And encourage each other. Something that, to say that you are significant. You really are significant. You really are accepted. You really are fearfully and wonderfully made. How about that? Yeah? <laughs> yeah, spend a minute just uh, till, I, till I get my, get my head together. <laughs> okay, guys. Okay. Yeah, remember that. You got a choice, and you, the banner over you from God is, you are my child, you are accepted, you're significant, you're valued, you're made in my image. Everybody, every, every person is made in his image, he values you, and he holds you in high, high, high regard. It matters to him, what, what happens to you, it matters to him. So, now that was like when you being affected. How about when you become the person who is judging. What happens? How, how, does, how do we kind of avoid that? I, I want to take this story from, uh, from uh, the Bible, from, Samuel's, um, uh, from Samuel, and the story about David and Nathan. Do you remember the story about David and Nathan? Anyone remembers David's story about Bathsheba and when Nathan uh, uh, confronted him? Yeah? So um, what had happened was... Just to remind uh, you guys, so uh, David had, had uh, uh, sinned with Bathsheba. He slept with Bathsheba, and he was trying to get uh, Uriah to... But Uriah, Bathsheba's husband, was at war, and uh, David was trying to get him so that uh, when... Uh, uh, so David had uh, sinned with Bathsheba, and she was pregnant, and David was trying to get Uriah to come and kind of cover the whole thing. But... That, didn't work, that plan didn't work. So David actually arranged for Uriah to be killed in battle. He, he put a word to the, the commanding guy, and uh, Uriah was put in front of the battle on the front line. He got killed. So uh, this was like, he, he became a murderer in that. David became a murderer. That's like, oh, man, that is. So, but God told Nathan to go and confront uh, David about his sin. So how, David, how Nathan did it was he went to David and he uh, told a story to David. And the story went like this. So the Lord sent Nathan, the prophet, to tell David this story. There were two men in a certain town. One was rich and one was poor. The rich man owned a great many sheep and cattle. The poor man owned nothing but one little lamb he had bought. He raised that la little lamb, but it grew up with his children. 
It ate from the man's own plate and drank from his cup. He cuddled it in his arms like a baby, baby daughter. One day, a guest arrived at the home of the rich man. But instead of killing an animal from his own flock or herd, he took the poor man's lamb and killed it and prepared it for his guest. David was furious. Would you be furious? That is bad. David was furious. As surely as the Lord lives, he vowed, any man who would do such a thing deserves to die. He must repay four lambs to the poor man for the one he stole and for having no pity. To the poor man, for, for he stole, for, for, yeah, for the poor man, for one he stole and for having no pity. Then Nathan said to David, you are that man. This is what you have done. Why I want to bring that story was like, that was his default reaction. That was his default thing, like, it was, it's never me. It's someone else. <laughs> yeah? Is that our default reaction? Is that how we, like, someone brings something there? Not me. I can't. It's not me. It's never me. I don't have a speck in my eye. I just got a plank in my eye. <laughs> so, uh, this, this, is, this is a bit funny. So, we, uh, uh, Emma and I got married, and we, we started our life in a, in a little, um, a little, um, a studio apartment where we couldn't uh, escape from each other, as it were. <laughs> the first year of marriage, guys, is, is, is brilliant. It's brilliant, but also very challenging. You know, can, like, and like, but she's from a different culture. I'm from a different culture. We not spent too much time together. So like, uh, like we were like, uh, yeah, where's my independence? It's gone. And like, where's my independence? It's gone. <laughs> so it was brilliant, by the way. It was brilliant. Yeah, it's 20 years this year, so don't worry about it. <laughs> Uh, so uh, I would like so Emma would be doing the washing up, and I would be saying like, "Em, that's not how we do it. Come on, like we you got to actually rinse the soap suds, and like then you got to wipe it up, and then you put like uh, it's not gonna be clean if you do it like that." <laughs> so, so yeah, so so then I would be washing up. I would be washing up like then Emma. Would go, Oh, love, you're wasting so much water. Come on, like, like you don't have to do all that. Just, you know, it's like this, this tub there. You put some warm water, you put the soap suds, and you just, and you just put it there, and everything will like, drip off, and you, it'll be clean. <laughs> so, yeah, we both like, ah, this is how we do it. This, uh, this is how we do it. Guys, we survived. No one got sick. No one got died. Everything is fine. <laughs> It is fine. Yeah, you can do it. The point being, like, yeah, you kind of like, no, that's not how you do it. I know how you do it. Well, both ways work. Yeah, and you honor both ways. You know, yeah, I know you. You some like, yeah, that way works. Yeah, but like, you know, mine is better. You know, I'm not. I have less water. Oh, mine is better. Like, I, I, I clean. This is much more cleaner. Look at this shine, guys. Yeah, let's let's be a people who kind of honor both. Both, yeah. It is right. Both are right. That's how you grew up. That's how you learned. That's how you were taught. That's how you, your life has been. And it's fine. It's fine. Okay? Work together. People are more important. Uh, this, I think I might have told this so many times. I, I uh, uh, in my, my work life, um, well, I started working in the Middle East, like uh, when I was about 28, yes. And uh, uh, so I started working in, uh, in Oman and uh, 
I was working with a lot of uh, expatriate people because like the, the Oman people needed a lot of accountants and quantity surveyors and so they they were all working together so we I made a lot of friends with Indian people and and Pakistani people and Afghanistan people so like I had close friends in, in different nationalities and uh, along the way I realized like I, I had a really good Indian friend I realized the attitude I had for Indian people were actually the attitude that I had kind of known that I had in Sri Lanka. In Sri Lanka, like uh, the, the people who came from India were people who kind of like poor, they, they struggled to make a living, they, they were doing like poor paid, like low paid jobs, and they were like, they were sad. They, they were like, and I didn't even realize that that was the impression that I had until I uh, made friends with this guy and realized like, oh, this is a brilliant guy, he's just like me. Ah, wow. Like, you know what, I, the, the shock was I didn't know that that's how I saw these people because like, it's, I, this is what I grew up with. You know, if I, you talk to my mom, that's the impression she has still because she's never met an Indian person and talked to them and spent time with them. So it's, it's like, that's how you grew up with, that's how you, so give any, yeah, but I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, people are so much more important. I remember like in, uh, in Dubai, I was uh, helping with the cables, like to put the cables together and, and stuff like that. So I would do it like really nightly, neatly. I mean, this is very neat actually. <laughs> so I would do it like really neatly and like nothing on the way. It looked brilliant, I just love it, I love it. There was another guy who did it. He, he just got the system going. Wires were all over the place. I would get so, so irritated with the guy. Come on. But God reminded me, come on, man. It works. That's how he does it. What is more important to you? The wires being nice and tidy or your relationship with this person? This is my child. What is more important to you? A relationship or the wires being nice and tidy? or the fags being nice and orderly, or what is, what is more important to you? So God, yeah. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll change with that now. <laughs> so yeah, it is important to, it's important to realize that the relationship is more important than, than the function or, or anything else. And, and, and people matter to God, and, and that's where uh, you need to, yeah, because like when you judge, what happens? What, what does happen when you judge? When you're a judge, you, you realize what happens is like you, yeah, you, you feel like you can't be yourself. Like there's something wrong with me. I'm, I'm not doing it right. Like that's not how you do these things. You know, like that's not really ethical or whatever. So you, you kind of suddenly get conscious. Like you can't be yourself. And it, it, just, it just devalues you and it just cuts the freedom. It kills the freedom. You can't, sometimes you want to do what God wants you to do, but like you're so worried about uh, being put in a box. Like, oh, I don't know what to do. <laughs> this is a funny one. So in my office, uh, there is a restaurant. That, like the, the, our company does a restaurant business as well. So their business is in the building, in, is in, the, in, the, in the level that we are in. And they have this lovely restaurant. So... Uh, I used to like, when they started off, they were like, coffee was 50 pence. I was like having five coffees a day. <laughs> and then it went up a little, so I had to have like three coffees a day. And then it went up a little bit more. I'm having no coffees a day. <laughs> okay. so, so like, 
I've stopped going there basically. It's still actually quite cheap. It's still like a, a latte is like 150, which is brilliant uh, when it's like 250 down the down the stairway. And uh, so uh, what I on Friday, but this this Simon Lay knows about this. <laughs> on Friday, all the pastries, all the goodies, the the eating stuff goes for half price. <gasps> So like, <laughs> so the earlier you go, the better better deal you get. Like because otherwise it's just all gone. Like you get like this amazing uh, 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 caramel, salted caramel um, brownies. Oh, awesome. So <laughs> so what I what I do is I go at like yeah one o'clock. That's the time I'm there. Hi guys. But I'm terrified actually. But I am terrified that he's gonna call me like this guy is like oh this guy like, you know what you call him spendthrift like he doesn't spend any money in the morning and he comes at this time. <laughs> you you don't I don't want to be put in that box. Like, but so I go into guys. I'm really sorry. I'm not trying to save money. Like I never take anything. I know I'm sorry because like we talk to them all the time. The guys they 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 in one place. So we quite we know them quite like friend. They're amazingly friendly people. So like I, I before that I, I put a declaration, guys. I'm really sorry. I, can I have five of those? <laughs> it got my Friday pudding. <laughs> so yeah. So you know it, it like puts a fear in you. Like you're you're worried to say thing, anything or do anything because you you don't want to put it in that box. You don't want to hear uh, 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 that kind of stuff. So yeah, that's what happens when you uh, when you judge. So that's. That's what it looks like. Yeah, you, 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 get, the, you get the idea? <laughs> Good stuff. So, but we are, so God says, Jesus says, do not judge, but you will be judged. But Jesus said that you've got to be discerning. Judgment and discernment are different. So discernment, what does discernment look like? I believe discernment looks like when uh, discernment will have the backing of God's wisdom. It's not backed up by our wisdom or our intelligence or our knowledge. It'll be backed up by God's wisdom. Uh, God's wisdom on James 3.17. But the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure, then peace-loving, it's considerate, it's submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere. That is, that is God's wisdom. That is how God has said. That is how we discern stuff. When you discern stuff, it's, it's about like, about the cable. It's about the person. It's about the people. It's about valuing the person. It's not about uh, the function or the, or the cables or whatever it is. So that is God's wisdom. And... and uh, and we all love to be wise. We all love to uh, know that we, we know what we're doing. Yeah, we do know what we're doing. But when it comes to discernment and when it comes to like addressing, uh, uh, let's say, a sin issue that you need to, uh, to address, use God's wisdom. Please always use God's wisdom. It has to be considerate. It has to be peace-loving. It has to be submissive. That's what God has said to us. It has to be full of mercy, good fruit, impartial and sincere. Peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest in righteousness. So it is, it is to build you. It is to help you see that there is a second chance. You have a second chance. You really have God. If, if not for God's grace, if not for God's second chances in our lives, we would be like, where would we be? Yeah? 
If not for His grace, where would we be? So yeah, be gracious. Be, uh, come with that wisdom of this is, this is what it is. It is about building that person, giving them a future. You're addressing something, but you're giving them tools to work with so that you can work with and you can get, get better at it. You can get better at it. Remember, you're, you, what, you're, what you're doing is helping that person to get better at it. Be more like Jesus in everything. Yeah? So, um, yeah, time's not too bad. <laughs> um, when, when, when Jesus was, um, this is the story from the gospel, like how, how valuable people are. And uh, Jesus is um, in, in the in synagogue and the, uh, he notices a man with a deformed hand. And the, Paris, uh, the Pharisees asked Jesus, does the law permit a person to work by healing on the Sabbath? Uh, they were hoping he would say yes so that they could bring charges against him. And he answered, Jesus says, if you had a sheep that fell into a well on the Sabbath, wouldn't you work to pull it out? Of course you would. And how much more valuable is a person than a sheep? Yes, the law permits a person to do good on the Sabbath. Yet, Jesus was so much of a people person, wasn't he? Like, he, he said, I didn't come to judge you. I came to save you. Uh, and and in, in this situation, he, uh, the man holds out his hand and Jesus heals him. And uh, oh, you, you remember the one where uh, a woman is caught in adultery and like uh, Jesus says, uh, uh, where are your accusers? Didn't even one of them condemn you? No, Lord, she said. And Jesus said, neither do I. Go and sin no more. She, Jesus is interested in the future. He wants you to have a future. He wants you to have a second chance. He wants you to, so be wise about it. Be like Jesus. Look to the person value them and uh, give them a second chance. Make sure you're, you're saying stuff uh, uh, not with God's wisdom but with his wisdom. Uh, sorry, no, not with your wisdom but with God's wisdom. What am I saying? With God's wisdom, yeah? yeah uh, John um, uh, 3 uh, 17 says, God sent his son into the world not to judge the world but to save the world through him. And uh, yeah, Jesus values people and uh, uh, he even says, I have come to shine a light in this dark world so that all who put their trust in me will no longer remain in the dark. This is John 12. I will not, those who, I will not judge those who hear me, but not obey me. I will, judge, I will not judge those who hear me, but don't obey me, for I have come to save the world and not to judge it. So... Jesus values you, God values you, you are of great value. And uh, when, so uh, remember discernment is about reaching out to people with God's discernment so that they have a future, they have a hope, and they are, uh, you want them to get to a better place and they are um, daily being more like Jesus, all right? So, like I, when I started, I said, like, we got both sides to it. We, we, we grapple with both sides of it. We um, are faced with judgment. We judge everything by, by our standards and stuff like that. So I want you guys to kind of uh, think about it. Like, I want you guys, like, I thought we'll, uh, we'll have the band over. We'll uh, have, uh, have, uh, have a time of looking at, uh, uh, thinking of, like, have I ever been subject to a uh, 
uh, uh, words of judgment that has actually affected me. That I, I, I'm, I'm like not sure of doing what I want to do because like people have said some stuff and now I'm like in a box and I want to be released from it. Yeah? And uh, I want to pray. I want to pray that we, we are released from it to be ourselves and there's freedom to do what God wants us to do. Yeah? And uh, also, like, on the other side of the coin, if you feel like, yeah, I've been a bit harsh, I've been a bit judgmental, I've, I've said stuff that, uh, um, yeah, I felt like, mm, that, that I shouldn't have said that. You want to seek repentance? You know, I say, like, I'm sorry, Lord, I, I want to, I don't want to be like that. I want to be a person like you, Jesus, that, that wants to give people second chances, give them a hope, give them a a lifeline, as it were, to do better. And, uh, and yeah, it's because that creates unity, that creates warmth and compassion and kindness and grace. That's who we are. That really is who we are. And God enables us. His Spirit in us enables us. And that is the rock we want to blast. We want to blast the rock of judgment so that His Spirit flows through us. And, and we are united and God's blessings flow and there's healing, there's miracles, there's amazing power. Yeah? Do you want to think about it for a minute? You want to respond? You want to, you can, if, you, if you want to come forward, we can pray with you. If the, uh, the um, um, ministry team would, uh, would come, and, uh, come and help us, you can come forward and we can pray for you. you can, if you want to talk to any one of us, you can do that. And um, yeah. Yeah. We, we got to be in a better place with this. Do you feel you're in a better place? If you are, it's brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. If you are, it's brilliant. I, I don't want this, the, the, my, uh, my uh, exhorting you to be, to be uh, heavy. I want you to be released. I want you to be free. Yeah, free of judgment. Now, we can do this. You are a valuable, guys. You are beautiful. You are amazing. What did Lee say? We are beautiful, aren't we, Lee? <laughs> we are beautiful because of what God's done for us, because of, his, because of his death and resurrection on the cross, because of the cross, because of what he's done. Yeah, thank you. Thanks a lot, guys.